Oh, hello. Hey, if you're vis- visiting with us this morning, a uh, special welcome. Um, you know, we're so uh, pleased that you've uh, chosen to be with us this morning, and we hope that uh, you enjoy your time here. And uh, please, please stay and uh, have a cup of tea and, and morning tea with us uh, after the service. We'd love to get to meet you and to get to know you a bit better. Uh, and for those of you who turn up every week, what's up? How's it going? You're doing well. Uh, I hope that you've all had a great week and managed to catch some of that sunshine. Did anyone get some of that sunshine during the week? Uh, did, did anyone get some of that rain during the week? Yeah, got a little bit of everything. Uh, just one notice that we didn't have uh, this morning, which uh, is quite important, uh, that I'd like to mention. Uh, save the date. You would have seen it in the e-news uh, on the 28th of July. Uh, which is a Saturday night right here. Uh, I, I believe we've planned it, so there's no All Blacks games on that night. So we're trying to, no excuses there. Uh, is there any cricket on that night? No, no cricket, no nothing. It's just save the date. Uh, we have uh, in this building the quiz night uh, fundraiser for Mike and Shana, who, uh, if you're visiting this morning, they are our uh, missionary family who... Uh, out in Southeast Asia, so a couple of them with two children, uh, one which they've just had recently, and so uh, that's our opportunity to support them and help fundraise for them. So what was that date? 28th of July. So lock, lock that in uh, and check your emails. Um, but we've been in our 21 days of prayer series uh, over the last uh, four weeks, and so the last four Sundays. And just to uh, summarize uh, in week one, we kind of looked at uh, the importance as we were heading into 21 days of prayer, of uh, as we heard God speak, walking obediently. Uh, also walking, uh, one of the points was walking with the Trinity, where we kind of saw that, you know, there was an element of God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, uh, all at work. And uh, the third point that week was walking in the truth. And I followed that up in week two, uh, as we looked at how the Holy Spirit uh, comes and brings with him a whole uh, lot of cool stuff. And uh, the three things that we looked at in that second week was uh, how the Holy Spirit brings uh, joy. We all love a bit of joy. How the Holy Spirit brings the anointing and how the Holy Spirit brings boldness. And then last week, uh, I shared on the importance of stopping. Can anyone remember what we did after we stopped? Waited, yes. And then we listened. And a message uh, that if you have been tracking through with our 21 Days of Prayer booklet, uh, we were reminded of in yesterday's devotion, uh, where Tracy uh, pretty pretty much outlined very much last Sunday's message. Now, that wasn't planned. I didn't steal her message. Uh, It just happened that uh, Tracy uh, closed it off very well. Um, yesterday in reminding us how important it is to stop uh, in the busyness of life uh, and uh, to take time to listen to what God is wanting to say to us. And uh, it was great to have uh, Julius and Megan with us last uh, Sunday to minister in worship as we put uh, what we'd heard about in that message uh, to practice and and spent a a, a bit of time just waiting on God uh, and allowing the worship to minister to us. So if you missed uh, any three of those messages, 
uh, you'll be able to jump online later on in the week when I've got all of them up and, and have a listen uh, to all of those. So we've completed uh, our 21 days of prayer. And, you know, my prayer has really been uh, over that 21 days that we all kind of experience a new aspect of God. That we all kind of experience uh, a little bit more of God's uh, voice in our own life, a little bit more of God's stirring, uh, of uh, God leading us, a little bit more of the grace and the love of God and a bit, a bit more of that Holy Spirit power um, within our lives. And also, uh, my prayer has been that, that as uh, we've gone through that 21 days, that we've been able to hear, and uh, as Tracy mentioned again on, in yesterday's devotional, it, be able to hear and begin to recognize more the voice of God. You know, who knows that the more you spend time with someone, the more you get to know their voice. If Debbie were to ring me on someone else's phone and I heard her voice, I would know it was her. And so, you know, my prayer has been that we've all just been able to hear uh, and sense uh, the guiding of God's spirit and stirring uh, inside us and, and uh, a sense of hearing his voice. And so just to wrap up, you know, whenever we hear God speak, uh, or whenever I hear God uh, speak and I kind of sense God's stirring, I, I realize that I'm faced with uh, a decision to do one of two things. Uh, the, the first, and, and it's very much like if we ever come to a place where, where we feel God's inviting us into a relationship with him. The first decision we have is do we ignore what we've heard? Do we ignore what God is saying? Or do we act on that moment? And I don't know if you've ever sensed that. Uh, but there's a decision of, of when we have this moment of encounter with God, there's a, there's a decision where, you know, do we, do we continue to just go the same way we've been going, focus and look at the same things we've been looking at, uh, you know, if, if we're struggling through circumstances, through, through problems or issues, do we, do we continue to focus on that? Or do we believe God and trust Him for a breakthrough that maybe hasn't yet come? Because when God has spoken uh, to us in prayer, it's not, it's not always obvious what God wants us to do. Excuse me. You know, when God, there have been times when God's spoken to me in prayer and it's been like, okay, well, do I just sit on this, God, and wait to see what happens? Um, do, do you want me just to wait until you knock me over the head silly so I actually get it? Or do I do things a little bit differently, believing that maybe there's a breakthrough that's about to come? And that I'm not ready for it. And do I need to prepare for it? But whenever, um, you know, I found often that when I hear God speak to me, it's, it's not always clear what we do with that. Which is why I need supervision. Oh, I have a supervision, so I'm good. And you know what? Uh, what, what, if, what if you're in the scenario where God hasn't spoken to you? 
but God hasn't answered a prayer. Or maybe you've got this breakthrough that you're believing God for and, and, and it just hasn't come. What, what do you do with that? Where do you kind of go with that? And so I want to explore uh, those thoughts a little bit this morning as we wrap up uh, this series uh, in the message that I've titled, uh, Faith Allows It to Happen. You know, with prayer, there is always an element of faith. Now, in Matthew 17, verse 20, Jesus says, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move here to there, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. What a big statement. But it's a reminder that faith allows it to happen. Faith allows the impossible to happen. Uh, and uh, you know, that faith in God. But what, what is it? And I'd like to suggest this morning that it, the it that we're talking about is the impossible. The it that we're talking about is that prayer that you've been hoping for, that answer and that breakthrough that you've been seeking after God for. The it is that uh, thing that you're believing um, is going to come. And you know, I, I, I do believe that faith is what allows it to happen. Think about your it. What is it for you? You know, one of the, one of the things that challenged me uh, and that challenges me whenever I think we face, uh, or whenever we're seeking God for a, a personal breakthrough in our lives, And maybe God's spoken, or maybe God hasn't spoken. I think we can become so entrenched in our circumstances that even, even as God speaks, even as God provides promise, even as God, uh, even as God uh, allows the stirring of His Spirit to happen within us, that, that in, in our humanness and in our human nature, we still see whatever need we're in, we see whatever circumstance we're going through, we see whatever problem that's right in front of us as bigger than our God. And I think that's one of the challenges that we, we, we face in prayer. And you know, at times, uh, I think we can often, uh, and, and I know I have, uh, we speak life into our challenges, we speak life into our problems more than we speak faith into the promise or we speak faith into an answer. Because we see our problem is bigger than our God. And so I want to just tell you this morning that faith allows it to happen. You know, faith is this de designed, is defined as complete trust or confidence in someone or something. A strong belief in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual conviction. And you know, I was able to grab a much better picture of, of faith when um, I thought about how I've exercised that 
with people. Have you ever exercised faith with people where you've kind of said, you know, I, I, man, I have faith in you to do this? Or you tell someone, oh, you go out and do that. You know, I, I have faith in you to do that. And you know, those times when you say those things for people to, uh, to, to go out and fulfill a task or a project, uh, or in my case, to run a ministry, that's a scary one to let go of sometimes. Um, but we do that because we trust the person that, that we're putting our faith in. And we believe in that person's skill and in that person's ability. Does that make sense? Does that apply to, with anyone else this morning? And so uh, our expectation is that uh, with that faith that we've placed in them, that they're going to fulfill the task, they're going to fulfill uh, whatever it is that we've placed faith in them for. And if our faith is well placed, they deliver. And isn't it good when people deliver on what we have faith in them for? You know, there is no better person that we could place our faith and our trust in than Almighty God. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And the word substance here means, means essence. The word substance here uh, means reality. Uh, not, not, TV, not TV reality or reality TV, because uh, there's not really a whole lot that's very real about most of those reality TV programs. Um, but, but the Nielsen's commentary states that faith treats uh, the things that we hope for, faith tr treats what we are believing God to bring breakthrough for, faith treats what we hope for uh, in our life and in our future with God. Uh, those breakthroughs, faith treats those things as a reality. And though it's not a reality that we can see physically at times, it's a reality that we can walk in in our spirit. Faith in what is not seen. Because once it's in front of you, well, you don't need the faith for it. Faith treats things hoped for as reality. And so there are three points that I'd like to share uh, with you this morning as we journey uh, beyond our 21 days of prayer, uh, which finished yesterday. Uh, three points that I hope will encourage and help uh, you to continue to develop your personal uh, relationship with God. And our first uh, point this morning is keep moving and keep praying. <clears throat> keep moving and keep praying. Because we finished our 21 days of prayer, my challenge to you this morning is to keep moving by faithfully serving and seeking after God in ministry, seeking after God in prayer, seeking after God in devotion. Keep moving by continually walking towards uh, Him and towards uh, what you're believing in breakthrough for and keep 
praying towards the hope that you have for your answer to prayer. Maybe God hasn't answered your prayers in the last 21 days. Maybe you're believing for breakthrough for certain things. Keep moving and keep praying. And here's what I think that looks like. Romans 12, verse 11 and 12 says, Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. I love that verse. Be joyful in hope. Patient in affliction. And faithful in prayer. Never be lacking in zeal. Stay zealous for God. Stay zealous after God. Keep moving. Never be lacking in zeal. You know, the word zealous means to have great energy or enthusiasm in the pursuit of a cause, of a, of a, not a course, that's what you do, of a cause, of a cause uh, or an object. And so I suggest this morning that to keep moving is to stay zealous, to stay uh, energized, to stay enthusiastic about the cause of God for your life, about the cause of God for Shore Elam Church. What's that cause? To reach the loss of the gospel. What's that cause? To grow in our relationship with God and in our relationship with each other. What's that cause? To celebrate who God is and all that he's done. Never be lacking in zeal. Great energy or enthusiasm in the pursuit of a cause. You know, the elders and I believe that ultimately our cause is about expanding and, and uh, impacting people for the kingdom of God. And then it goes on to say, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Now, the word fervor means intense and passionate feeling. would like a little bit of spiritual fervor, spiritual intenseness, passionate feeling. You know, that reminded me of one of the points in, uh, in part one of the series, uh, looping back to that, where God is, not, God is not just with us, but he's also in us. So we can have intense passion, spiritual. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor. Keep moving and keep praying. And, uh, you know, why I believe those things are important is that we, we uh, must never allow ourselves to wind up camping in uh, that, place of, that place of discouragement, that place of doubt, that place of fear. But we must keep moving towards hope. 
keep moving towards it, that breakthrough, uh, that faith can make happen, uh, knowing that God hears you and that he can do it uh, for you, and ultimately in his will, uh, he will do it uh, for us. And so as we keep moving and praying, uh, I think we also uh, need to, uh, our second point this morning, keep believing. Now, there's a story uh, of a man in Matthew 8, uh, known as the centurion, uh, who comes to Jesus and asks Jesus to, to heal his servant. And uh, Jesus says to him, shall I come to your house? And, and the man says, no, no, don't come, don't come to my house. Just say the word and he will be healed. And the man goes on, uh, the centurion goes on in the story to explain that he's a He's a man under authority. He's a soldier, uh, and often a, a centurion uh, was a soldier who was responsible for a hundred uh, men underneath him, and so uh, so he had soldiers underneath him, and he he explained that he he understood authority, and those underneath him, if he told them to go do this, they went and do this. If he said to his servant, "Go get that," his servant uh, would go um, and get. Uh, that. And what he's saying to Jesus is that, uh, you know, Jesus has, he's saying that you, you have the authority to speak and say the word and it'll be done. And so the centurion says to him, just say the word and my servant will be healed. And he's showing faith in Jesus's authority and he's showing faith in Jesus's ability to heal his servant just by the spoken word from his mouth. And so we read in Matthew 8, verse 13, uh, that Jesus says to the centurion, go and let it be done just as you believed it would. And his servant was healed at that moment. You know, we may all have been praying for things that haven't, that haven't come about over the last month. And we may have been praying things and on the surface, we've seen that nothing's happened or it's looked like that there's been no uh, movement uh, going on in it. And uh, we may have been believing for, for some big breakthroughs. Uh, I've got to be honest, I've been believing for some big breakthroughs. believe that God's big enough for big breakthroughs. Uh, but over the last month, it just hasn't come. No, nothing's really happened. Uh, but this morning, I want to encourage you, uh, don't give up believing uh, that God is able to come through for you. We finished our 21 days of prayer. God's timetable hasn't changed on account of the fact that we finished our 21 days of prayer. He still was, he still is, and he still is to come. So you just keep moving towards your hope. You keep praying and you keep believing in him. You stay steadfast and I believe that God will bring your suddenly in his perfect timing, 
and in his perfect way. And then finally this morning, as we're doing uh, those three things, as we're doing all of that, let go of the control. It's a good one to finish on, eh? You know, a couple of years ago, uh, when I turned 40, I just gave my age away, eh? It was just a year ago, a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago when I turned 40, Debbie shouted me a, um, a flight in a small robin plane. So this, this is a, the, a small robin plane. And, uh, you know, I love flying, so when I had to fly for business, I, I was just like, yes, send me away. Like, can you go here? Yes, I can. Until I told Debbie, and then sometimes it was, no, I can't. But that's all right. Um, but, but, so I love flying, so having the opportunity to sit in the pilot seat uh, was really cool and, and pretty exciting. And I, I'm one of those people who, um, when I'm about to get on a flight to go anywhere, um, you know, I, I watch programs like Air Crash Disasters, <laughs> or I, I jump onto YouTube and, and um, Google the roughest landings in the world, uh, and the roughest takeoffs and crosswind landings. Um, I don't know why, I, I just, and, and, and for me, the, rough, the rougher the plane is, the, the rougher the flight is, the better. Uh, you know, it's just a bit boring when it's, um, so, so I quite like it, I like it bumpy. Um, but when I went up on this plane, um, I got the opportunity to hold the controls. And uh, as, as we were taking off, uh, the, the pilot had his control, uh, and I had the control, and, and, and so he was doing the takeoff, and, and I was just kind of um, lightly just following what he was doing. And so we went up in the air, and, um, you know, we were, there was quite a heavy wind that day when we went up. Yes. <laughs> and, and so, you know, the plane's going this way, but we're like holding the joysticks this way. And, and it's like, oh, what's going on? And, and, and so, uh, you know, we, we took off, and then what, when we were up in the air for a bit, uh, obviously I let the pilot take us around uh, over our house, or saw our house while we were up there. Uh, and then the pilot let me fly the plane. Um, for uh, it felt like an hour, but it must have been like two minutes or something. <coughs> and uh, when, when we kind of changed over control, um, the pilot had to say uh, to me, uh, and this was all in our two-minute training beforehand. Um, so he says to me, "You take control." And so I knew then that it was my opportunity to grab control of the. The handle. So I grabbed control of the handle, and then I had to respond, I have control. And at that point, he knew that he could take his hand off. And then I'm kind of flying the plane, and then, and then I'd had enough of my one hour trying to fly the plane around. Uh, you know, I said, oh, you, you take control. And then he responded back to me, I, ha- I have control, and then I'd let go. And, and I got a little bit convicted about that whole thing while, while I was preparing this message, because I was kind of thinking, oh, you know, I've kind of gone to God sometimes. Um, yeah, God, you take control. And then God takes control. And it's almost like when I was taking off with this other pilot and God's trying to move things, and I'm going, nah. Yeah. Ever felt like that with God? And I kind of realized that I actually place more trust in some humans and more faith in some humans than I sometimes do in God. 
And Proverbs 3, verse 5, it's a verse we all know very well. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Do you know, for me this morning, that means it's letting go of the controls. Having faith in God. Trusting that his way and his timing is perfect. Uh, Realizing that even though we may not understand, even though we may not feel comfortable, we don't know why, we don't know why not. Uh, We don't know uh, how, but even in not understanding that, uh, that we need to let go of the controls and believe that faith in him will allow it to keep moving, keep praying, keep believing, and let go of the controls.